Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Woohoo! Hey! The kid, the kid gets me every time. Every time. She's every so time. cute. With us right now, still in the studio, is Jamie Arroyo of Welcome to Our House. Which you just heard. Yeah. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. With us in the studio is my album from 1993. The 90s? I was born in the 90s. That may not be true. Catherine, if you'd be so kind as to read that thing that I wrote the other day. All right. This Saturday, that's today, right now, at 7 p.m., me and Catherine Dunn will be presenting a special episode of Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Sometime in the spring of 1993, I recorded an album with dear friends from my college, Simon's Rock. Almost everyone involved, including the studio owner, Michael Birnbaum, and our producer, Adam Widoff, Widoff? Widoff. Widoff, got it right the first time. We're Simon's Rock alumni. I did lead vocals and wrote all but three of the 14 tracks. Tim Heffernan was on guitar and musical arrangements. Matt Swift was on bass. Rob Rudin did drums and percussion. Backup vocals were Barth Anderson and Elise Sidelli. Barth Anderson also did uh, some percussions, additional percussions and koalas. Koalas? Koalas. Like he played an animal? Or is that an instrument? (laughs) (laughs) What's a koala? I don't remember. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll find out. We may hear an animal being played. (laughs) Uh, And Elise Sedeli. We had help from Randy Sharp doing backing vocals on Stretchy Pants. Matt Henderson adding guitar to Hello by Kim Thurick and Jackie Cares. And Awakening, Melissa Bruce backing vocals on Why Do They Call You Face Boy? At the time, she was Melissa Bouchelle. Chris Zaloom on pedal steel guitar for Love Me More. Adam Whitoff also added... Whitoff. Damn it, I had it right the first time. <laughs> I know. Oh, tell me I'm wrong. Also added guitars to Hello and Mumble Punk. Oh. You get excited. That excites me. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. And Michael Birnbaum added guitars to Hello, Love Me More, and Mumble Puck. Wait. Mumble Punk. I fucking read. All right. This album was made just a few months after the worst tragedy our school had ever experienced. Wow. A student obtained an assault rifle. He shot and killed Professor Love You. Uh, That was not their name. Uh, Professor. Nakunyan Saez. Wow. An 18 year. Poet. 18-year-old poet Galen Gibson. Wow. Four others were wounded. When his gun jammed, he laid it down, called the police, and surrendered. The album is dedicated to... Nakunyan Saez, Galen Gibson, and the Simons Rock community. It usually takes two to three months to record, mix, and master an album. We did it in three days. It was all the studio time I could afford, but thanks to the incredible dedication and hard work from everyone involved, we pulled it off, and it's a god... And it's a damn good album. So, 
why haven't any of my friends from the past 20 years heard of this? After no label would touch it and a shitty performance from me and only me at the 93 (laughs) college reunion, I lost confidence in it and successfully buried it. Wow, unearthing. You're going to love this weird, fun, rocking record. From the liner notes, any weirdness on this record are purely intentional. It's so true. And here we go. This is uh, Face Boy and the Magic Pliny Salad Circus presenting Here Kitty Kitty. Francis is my name. As a child, kids would say... It's F-R-A-N-C-E-S for girls, but it's I-S for boys, like Sir Francis Drake, the Explorer, or St. Francis of Assisi. Assisi? They'd say... I called myself Frank. When I was a small child, my mother gave me a soap on a rope. It was in the shape of a little pink pig. I loved my pink pig soap on a rope, and I used to talk to it every day. I only used it on special days, like when I lost my last baby tooth or got some pookie. One day, when I was in the shower, the soap dissolved around the rope. It hit my wang and then the bathroom floor. It cracked in half and one of the ears floated down the drain. I cried because I knew childhood was over.
my regret I have seen this life in sleeping Forgotten when awake Bent myself backwards Just about to break Well I was purple when I met you Maybe purple when I go Tell me something that I don't know I said hello, 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 hello
Doug's handy with things. I bet he could make an elegant bone china dish set for eight using only the skeletons of a few chickens and some peanut oil. He could make a jar of peanut butter using only a glass and some peanuts. Well, okay, I could do that. sharpener and a slice of ham. Out of a single block of wood, he could carve a boat or a guitar or Wendy O'Williams. He could build a washer and dryer using only a bucket, a broken record player, and some sand. And I paid $4.50 just to dry clean these two knit pantsuits. in my fallout shelter. He could probably use the fallout to make an enriching fertilizer or something. I don't know. What do I know? I'm not Doug.
I was 15 and living on a farm in Tappan, North Dakota. Banished there from my home in Greenwich Village for bad behavior. On December 8th, 1980, my brother called and told me John Lennon had been shot, assassinated by a deranged fan. John Lennon was dead, and no one in that dust-blown town of poor dirt farmers knew or cared. I grieved alone. I was at Sophie's, a bar performance space in the East Village, banished there from my home in Greenwich Village for bad performances. On December 9th, 1986, our friend Sari found me and my brother there. We had both done particularly bad performances and were much pleased with ourselves. Sari took us to our mother's apartment and wouldn't tell us why. John went in first. I saw my sister's face. He came out to the hallway, and in two words, my brother told me, Dad's dead. Now John Richard Hall, my daddy is dead. To the two men named John, who died six years and a day apart in cold December, I say I love you. And that's all you need. The meat packers were going bananas and Bourbon Street was beckoning. Ba 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 boy boo ga 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 girl goo. The meat packers were going bananas and the fire engines blew. Crazy pea pods and steaming teapots chiming in the breeze. Toenail magpie crack smoking wheeze. 450 to dry clean pantsuits and my daddy's dead. The meat packers were going bananas and Murray teases Ted. PS 41, third grade. It was the day of our cultural show at school, and all the parents and friends had assembled in the auditorium. Our class's part of the show was the piñata busting ritual thing. The teacher had brought in a donkey piñata filled with goodies with tons of colorful stringers hanging off of it. She explained how it worked. The piñata would be hung in the middle of the stage, and we would each take turns trying to split it open by hitting it with a heavy stick. The trick was, you would be blindfolded and spun around three times. We went alphabetically. I would be right before the big, strong bully kid, Eddie Hill. The first three kids missed. The next kid hit, but only put a small hole. A little candy fell out, and everyone rushed for it. Then it was my turn. I was blindfolded, spun around, and walked towards where I thought the piñata was. Everyone yelled, stop, because I was at the edge of the stage. But I thought they yelled because I was in front of the piñata, so I swung with all my might, hurling myself off the stage and falling on my face. I tried to play cool, and I didn't want to miss the candy. 
So I got up right away, said I was okay, and climbed back on stage. Big Eddie had the stick. In my days, I had wandered right under the pinata. Eddie swung hard, direct hit, first on the pinata, and then on the downswing, my head. My legs buckled, I fell to the ground, candy pouring down on my head, screaming kids around me, grabbing wildly at the loot without concern for me. I look up, and Big Eddie is, Big Eddie Hill is laughing his head off and stuffing his face, which causes him to cough up a half-chewed tootsie roll right in my eye. He takes the opportunity to kick me like it was my fault he choked. In the pain and confusion, I lose control and piss my pants. Just as the bottom part of the broken donkey falls on my stomach, all the streamers start to wad up and stick to my pants. As the smoke clears in my head, I realize the whole world is terribly amused. All the students, parents, teachers, the janitor, even Mrs. Edgerly, the elderly librarian, can't control her laughter. I pull the two tootsie roll out of my eyebrow hairs and slink off the stage, followed only by a trail of wet streamers. Next thing I know, I'm crying in the nurse's office, realizing I never even got any candy. And that's why I hate piñatas. People with large dicks use the urinal closest to the door. People with medium dicks use the urinal farthest from the door. People with little dicks use the stall. Sometimes I use the far urinal Sometimes I use the stall. Okay, so now it must seem that I have a medium to small member. Well, some people are big when they're flaccid, but don't grow much when erect. Some grow a lot. Woo! Do they? And some are medium to small when flaccid and grow a lot when erect. Some don't. Oh, well. But mine does. Some women are so beautiful that they've probably never seen a flaccid love tool. They can just look at any man's Johnson, and it's instantly hard. I don't know if there's a bathroom stall hierarchy system with women. I don't have a... I don't have a pook. That's my friend Melissa's name for the vagina. A pook. I don't have one. The end.
and said, tell me you love me more than Jesus. Well, it made me think of this little ditty. zipperless stretchy pants. They're good when you're little, because you can pull them down real fast if you suddenly got a poo. When I was about three, I decided I was big enough to wear real pants, with a zipper and a snap and belt loops and everything. With my thumbs hooked in my belt loops, I was cool. Cool enough to have a girlfriend when I was four. She lived right upstairs, and we used to play role-play type games. My favorite was I Dream of Jeannie. We also played Doctor. Her mother walked in once when I had my finger up her butt. She never said anything. I think she was cool about it, but it still scared me to get busted stink-fingering her daughter. Anyway, I didn't want to get busted again, and suddenly I remembered those quick-pull stretchy pants from younger days. mother if I could start wearing them again because they were more comfortable. She said that they wouldn't be right for kindergarten, which I'd soon be starting. Remembering the original reason for wearing the stretchies, I stood in front of my mom, grimaced a little, and dumped in my pants. It didn't work, and the rest of childhood was spent in jeans and corduroys. But if you see me this summer in the now cool Guatemalan style stretchy pants, just smile and wave at me. 
I guess it'll be a studio fade out. <laughs> What happened to the manual?
Well, there we are. There we have it. There it is. <laughs> She's looking at me so angry right I'm now. I'm so mad at you right now for shitting on this. I shat on the record for a while. I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, sh- I just, you know, I didn't, I, I had a bad show. Show, I, I, I was shitting and thinking about it, and so I shat on the record. So stupid. I got to do this first. If you like uh, uh, Freeform Radio and you want to support the station, please go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash pledge. And if you want to support this show and sponsor this show, go to rfb-nyc slash s. That's, oh, it might be slack. I, I don't fucking remember. Guys, just Google stuff. And yeah, give us give money. Give us money. Yeah, go Send to com and in you'll, the mail. you'll find it. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all through Idiot! the re- yeah, all through the record. Idiot! She was saying. Idiot! Because, Idiot! And I wrote it. Because, Idiot! Because for some reason I decided, well, because I gave a bad performance <laughs> At the reunion, and because no record label would take it, I decided I lost confidence. We said this at the beginning. No record label of the two you went to. I went to more than two. Uh huh. Probably two. You went to two. I definitely went to Electra. Yeah, I remember I, that. I showed you so many rejection letters, so many rejection letters of people who became successful. Madonna, you two, you two. Come on, what's wrong with you? I don't know stuff. Stupid things. Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You want to read some of the some of the? uh, No, because you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. All right. Do I made the record? So after you came back in the room and saw me laughing so hard, there were tears in my eyes. No, no. After two men named John, I I left for two men named John because I've because I've listened to this record recently a few times and it you know makes me cry, um, and uh, I had a feeling. Well, I know that Catherine's a human and that she, no, I'm she would not. cry. I did not cry. Totally busted her. <laughs> came down right at the end. You're By the way, uh, when I was recording Two Men Named John uh, that made her cry, I was completely naked. I wanted to be as vulnerable as possible. I had all my clothes off. And it also led directly into um, Beat, the, the the piece that follows it. The there was Yeah, no, Oh, uh, yeah, the piece. The yeah. meat packers were going bananas and yeah, bourbon the, the streams, palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say that that vulnerability did not translate. I didn't buy your stupid song. <laughs> you're, you cried. I cried. You so cried. I fucking cried. She had and tears in her I eyes. I thought I had time to wipe my face, you monster. No, I knew about I how long it was. was dripping wet. You're a monster. Yeah. Yep. How All right. dare so you? So here's a little bit of the feedback we are getting. You don't deserve during... it. <laughs> <sighs> but Dan Gesner said, this is deep. And I wrote, are you listening? The pinata bit is amazing. He sent a screenshot right after that moment. Oh, this is amazing. I fucking love this. I'm already a fan. Idiot. Idiot. He also called you an idiot. He didn't, but he should have. <laughs> You're an idiot. Moron. Moron. That is, story in a moment. This is some crap. I mean, you know, it sounds like a bunch of crap. It sounds like crappy Elvis Costello. Crap. It sounds like punk. Crap. It sounds like comedy. Crap. You're a monster. <laughs> It was originally Faceboy and the Plinis, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was Tim uh, Heffernan who said, I don't want to be a Pliny. (laughs) That's why we changed it to uh, something really long. (laughs) Something really long. Faceboy and the Magic Pliny Salad Circus. Yeah. And if you named it anything else, you would have been successful. (laughs) Well, it was originally Faceboy and the Plinis, and the name of the album was Your Name Here, 
and then we changed it to Face Boy and the Magic Pliny Salad Circus and called it Here Kitty Kitty. What is a Pliny? Well, is it a my, thing or is it your thing? It's a thing that my brother came up with. Of and, course. And uh, he has a song called Equivalencies. And the first line is Face Boy equals Pliny. Mm. And so I thought, you know, he was doing, you know, King Missile was doing very well hey, at the time. Hey, you got a face, boy. Why does everybody call you face, boy? I love <laughs> that's what happened. But go on. Um, I, I don't Well, you're know saying he was doing was King Missile at the about. time. Oh, yeah. King Missile was doing extremely well at the time. And so I thought uh, uh, that fans of King Missile would, you know, that, that I could grab a couple of them by calling it Faceboy and the Plinis because they would know what, what that is. But uh, why are you shaking your head? Because you buried this for 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we were talking about it, you were like, I don't even want to talk about it. It was like a confession. You were confessing that this existed as though it was something to be ashamed of. Velocity didn't even know that I, I had done this Our record. Show She's like, you made a record? Stupid. <laughs> So stupid. Because anyone who's, who who knows me uh, for the last who who met me in the last twenty three years didn't know about this. But they know that you dump your pants to get out of something. <laughs> Whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> so hilariously you. And you know nobody likes truth in comedy. So no, of course. Yeah, not. nothing about that was inspiration. You're an idiot. I am so <laughs> mad at you. What is Pookie? Is it what I think it is? In the shower oh, song, Gotham yeah. Pookie. Vagina. Nice. Yeah. So you're you're slaying Tang like at three with your sting finger. What? <laughs> Dude, oh yeah, that's, me, dude. <laughs> that's another thing I wanted to mention. I know. On on the song Doug. Uh, well, yes, I was exploring my sexuality at age four. And everyone else's sexuality. <laughs> And uh, and the girl upstairs, she was a little bit, just like slightly older than me. Um, and we, yeah, I mean, kids do that. Some kids. Yeah. I did. I was one of those kids. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I mean, come on. Did you think I wasn't? Yeah. I mean, no. when you met me, you maybe thought I wasn't. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and, you know, there was part of me that was nervous about today's super politically correct culture. Like, oh, you're going to talk about kids doing it. Well, it's kids. You know, it's not a, an old person and a kid. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not, there's nothing wrong. Kids play with each other. It yeah. happens. Yeah, and it's not like you were like, you know what was awesome? That three-year-old. No, no. You were like, this is a thing that happened. And this is my three-year-old brain at the time having an experience. <laughs> yeah. And it's relatable. If you weren't a creep, <laughs> then you don't relate. But you know what? You don't get it. You don't deserve to get it. God, you, I'm mad at you. You're so mad I'm at me. I'm so mad. I was, just, so I was yelling mad. the whole time. Yeah, just every yelling. track. She's like, idiot! Yelling! She's like, did music sound like this in 93? And I was like, I don't think so. And that's why no one, I mean, that's part of why no one would take a chance on it. In the name of love! You're a monster. I'm oh, so stupid. mad at you. You really, really are. I'm so stupid. But you got the secret word. I did. Yeah. I did. This week, uh, if if uh, you're a regular listener, you know about the secret word. Usually I come up with a secret word and I have a prize and Catherine always, well, not, almost always figures it out. Sometimes I lose and I don't feel okay about it. <coughs> no, you hate it. I hate it. So she came with a, a prize 
And what exactly are those things? They're little plastic. They're little dudes. fucking men, and they fuck your wine bottles. Nice. Yeah. You, nice. You, I got them. We were in a, a ride. We were riding to Coney Island, and I was like, "Oh, should I get this thing?" Uh, and you're like, "You were so excited about it that I got it for you." And I, I didn't give it to you because I don't know. I never follow through on anything. But I was like, "I'll give it to him one day." And today seemed like the day. Loop me, dude. In the butt. <laughs> So do you want to say what the word was uh, and how, leather. how long it took you to it figure it out? It took me less than two minutes. Yeah, you're like, boners, dicks. And I'm like, he's never going to get it. Ball sack. <laughs> yeah, well, he's so cold right And then now. I looked at her and I said, stormy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> stormy leather. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the fucking bell. We got to <sighs> get the bell back. Yeah, what the fuck? Someone stole it. Yeah. Bring our bell back. Bring our bell back. Or we'll write a song about you. <laughs> I'm in a band. Yeah, I think it's time for me to record another, write and record another album. Oh, great. I got a few and songs. bury it for 24 and years, asshole. Uh, it doesn't, nothing sounds like this yet. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, and it'll, yeah, it'll be something, uh, I'll, I'll write and record another album. <laughs> bury it for 24 years. Yeah. And then the world will be ready for it. They just under- I mean, this person who 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 you're uh, who you're there there was there was more back and forth with your with oh you want to hear you want to hear what I said well I'm what calling he said, him an idiot what he he's said, an idiot what he said look at this idiot <laughs> this is a this is a 26 year old yeah and uh, and and my girlfriend listened to it she's a millennial and dig this from the very start to the very end she never once checked her phone or her Facebook. At all through the whole album. Who would do that? And <laughs> and even you were on your fucking phone, yeah, texting people well, during this about during this, the show about yeah, it. Sure, whatever. You're still doing it. I was saying how stupid you were, and I have every right to say so. You shat on this. I totally shat on it. How can you look? Me, how can you shit over there and look me in the face? Uh, so you want to hear the back and forth? Yeah, sure. You just want to hear it again and again. I just want you know. I, I'd like to the, our listeners to hear the right. the feedback of so that after, you were getting. So after you totally didn't catch me crying, uh, <laughs> somebody said this is deep. You're listening. The pinata bit is amazing. Awesome. I'm yelling at him, calling him an idiot. <laughs> he gave up and buried this uh, exclamation point. Just just a bunch. This is amazing. I fucking love this. Smiley face, I'm showing him all this and yelling at him while telling him this is shit and he should never show anyone. Yeah, I was also doing that. I was like, this is crap. Nobody would ever <laughs> like this crap. Ugh, it's so like not melodic. Uh, yeah. And he wrote, I'm already a fan. Uh, and then I asked if we could read these on uh, air. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do next. The one CD that exists of this. I want and it. And the one tape that exists of it. <laughs> I am going to destroy. I'm going to and this fucking episode, murder you. I am not going, going to archive. To murder you. And the reason you. I'm going to do that You're serious is so that we get more live listeners. Fucking monster. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not serious at all. No, I, I knew you wouldn't follow through on that. No. But, I don't, I don't but you're an idiot and I'm worried. But, but you, you also might. said that if I had pursued a musical career and persevered yeah, with and this album. Yeah, and done a second show. And done a second. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Asshole. Like, the, you should have just quit comedy after we did that one bad show, Face Boy. We both should have quit. 
uh, uh, you said I, that we would never have met because oh, I would have been like, no, don't destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're saying, I don't know. I, I can't remember shit today. Oh my God. <gasps> yeah. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. Yeah, you should have just done a second show. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe you should maybe now. Maybe I should. Yeah. Because yeah. we only had three days to record this. Um, every single song was, was the first take we did, we did, uh, we did, um, you know, we did some overdubs and stuff like that, but there were no second takes for any of the songs. Yeah. And it shows and, in the yeah. quality of the crap. Yeah. <laughs> then it sounds like it was mixed in someone's fucking basement. This is fucking high tech. Where did you even do it? Applehead studios in Woodstock, New York. And there's a, there's a well underneath the studio which provides a uh, natural acoustic sound. It's, it's uh, Applehead studio, Mer- Michael Birnbaum. If you ever want to record an album, absolutely go there. And all of these terrible musicians gone, went on to just have finance jobs, right? Uh, no, our producer, Adam Woodoff works with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Every- Idiot. <laughs> go on. I'm listening. <laughs> I didn't just say you have something I can yell at you. I want to thank. Uh-huh. Is it over? Are you serious? Whoa. Sorry about that. That was aggressive. That was aggressive. Didn't mean to do that. Yeah. I think you were mentioning how if you'd pursued music, we would have never met. Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently it's that good. And I thought it was terrible. Yeah. I want to thank (laughs) Face Girl. Never show this to anyone. Thank you, Face Boy. I want to thank each and every person involved with the making of Here Kitty Kitty. You had to read that. And, uh, well, I buried it for 24 years. Yeah. And Face Boy and the Magic Plini Salad Circus. I want to thank our listeners for making us number one on the station. Thank you, guys. Check out our Facebook page. Tune in each and every Saturday at 7 p.m. Coming up next, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. And I'm sorry about that record. Yeah. I'm sorry for wasting your time. I had to sit time. through that crap. Oh, my God.